Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 586 and session number 183 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and we're going to do it again here today. And I am excited to dive into this question, and I'm going to give you my answer. And that question is, can I use my email list to launch competitive products on Amazon? And the real question is, can I leverage attention and sell more competitive products? Because that's really what we're doing here when we're email list building or when we're building a Facebook following or an Instagram following or any of that stuff. We're really talking about getting attention. And I talk a lot about this in the attention getting uh, pillar inside of Pace, which if you guys have not checked out Pace, you're definitely going to want to do that. It's a free series that I did here on the podcast and on YouTube. And uh, I created a nice little area on the blog. So this way here, you have it in one one nice, neat little area, and uh, that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash pace, and what I'll also do is I will link everything up in the show notes as always, so if you want the show notes, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 586. Now, the other thing I want to remind you, and I actually have something I want to uh, I want to announce here, um, if you missed it in the past, recently I did something and I want to let you guys know about it, and it might be of interest to you, but before I do that, if you have a question that you want me to answer here on an upcoming Ask Scott session, and I've been doing a lot of these uh, Q&As over on YouTube, so you can find me over there, but if you want to ask a question, all you have to do is head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can do that. Ask a question right there. You can comment there with a question, or you can send me a voicemail, or you can go over to YouTube, and uh, you can uh, you can submit a question there, and that is theamazingsellertv.com, all right, and that'll take you right over to YouTube. Now, what I wanted to mention here before we do jump into this question, which this question actually lends itself well to what I want to uh, share with you. All right. Now, recently, what I did was I took all of my training, okay, all of the paid training that I have. I have training and courses and stuff like that where you can actually get further education or even just streamline education so you can kind of get in, get out, and get to work. Um, that's really what we do here. But I have a course called Private Label Classroom, and you guys might have heard of that, and that'll take you from A to Z all the way to launching a product um, or actually finding a product then launching a product and everything in between. I also have Product Discovery Bootcamp, which is designed just to go find that market and niche down, and then from there, find three to five products that you can can then launch. Um, and then also I have a list building crash course inside of there. And actually Chris Schaefer put that together for us. I have an audience accelerator. And what I mean is in there, I said, I just kind of alluded to it. I have a area now, a library where everything resides. So versus going out there and having you invest in one program and then maybe another program as you start to grow, what I decided to do is put it in one area. And up until now, you couldn't get access to this entire area unless you were in one of our other trainings. And then we had something we called TAS Breakthrough You. And that's really our community. It's where we do monthly coaching calls. It's also where we add new education in there and new training, um, all of that stuff. Now what we've done is we've included all of the past paid trainings inside of there. So there's one place to go with all the trainings. You can kind of go in there and figure out what you need help with. And then from there, you can go start, start applying what you're learning there as you're growing your business. So if you are interested in joining, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training, 
Really easy, simple link, okay? Theamazingseller.com forward slash training, all right? Everything is there. Everything is broken down. So this way here, you can start where you need to start. If you're list building, well, then you're going to start there. If you're starting to pick a new product, you're going to probably go through Product Discovery Bootcamp. Even if you already have selected products, I have had people go through Product Discovery Bootcamp to help them identify the sub-markets in their current market. All right, so definitely check that out, theamazingseller.com forward slash training. And to join, it is ridiculously inexpensive. And I did this because I want you guys to get access to it. And I want you guys to show up monthly and be able to uh, connect with us so we can help you. All right, and so head over there at theamazingseller.com forward slash training. It's a super, super inexpensive uh, way to join and also get access to all of the training. So go check it out. All right. So with that being said, I did want to give you my thoughts of the week before we jump into today's question about, can I use my email list to launch competitive products on Amazon? And, uh, this is what I wanted to, uh, to kind of bring up because it's been on my mind and I've said this probably 10 or 12 times this past week. And here it is niche down and then niche down. All right. So niching down is so, so important. And I just did an episode with Cassidy and, you know, she talked about her whole, how she built a blog from scratch in the succulents market, which is insane. Um, that was episode 584. If you didn't listen to that, you really need to, it's powerful and it's crazy, but she niched down, but she's actually want to niching. She wants to niche down. I can't even speak. She wants to niche down even further now. All right. So even deeper. Um, and she said, if she was to start over again, that's what she would do. She would even niche down even further. And that also brings up another uh, little story I want to share with you. I was actually this past week starting to consider looking at some rental properties. Now, not long-term rentals. I'm looking more at like short-term rentals. Again, another way to diversify my income and all that stuff. But it came up because I was on the market for, uh, looking to rent a lake house for our inner circle because we're going to kind of come together in a house and we're going to spend two days together and it's going to be more like a retreat, but also masterminding and strategizing and all that stuff. So I was looking at houses and that got me interested in this short-term rental because I've owned rental properties in the past and I just don't like the long-term rentals. I just don't like the responsibility, but short-term I'm like, wait a minute here. We could have our inner circle meetings there whenever I want. We can, uh, you know, we can rent it out short-term like an Airbnb and then we can, uh, go there and spend a couple weeks there if we want ourselves, my family, um, or maybe, you know, invite everybody in. Um, so that's what I was looking at. So when I started to go through this process, I'm like, holy crap though, there's a whole bunch that I need to know. Well, I stumbled on this guy and not to kind of give you the whole story, which I'll probably do that in a, in a future episode, but this guy does this for a living. And he came here from Australia. And I mean, it's a long story on how he did it, but he owns four lake properties right now. Then he started a management company, which helps people do exactly what I'm doing to buy a property, but then manage it for them so they can not have to touch it. Right. And that, that's what interested me. So what he's done, and this is why I'm sharing the story is he's niched down and then niched down again in his space. And here's what I mean. All right. Most people are looking at rental properties. They want to rent a home, a single family, multifamily, whatever. Right. But then some people say, well, you know what? I want to do the short term thing, maybe Airbnb. Okay. That's a different type. So they niche down there. And then what he did is he said, well, I want to go into the luxury short term, but then I want to niche it down even further and go luxury lake properties. 
okay, short-term rentals. So see how he went from rental properties to short-term rentals to luxury and then luxury lake properties, right? So it doesn't matter what business you're in, you need to niche down. And if you're already in a market, start to figure out how you can broaden that market by going into these sub niches or these sub sub niches. All right. So that's what I wanted to share with you. Find the gap in the market. And in this case, he's finding a gap that there's not a lot of luxury short-term lake properties in this area. I think he told me there's like 400 Airbnbs. And out of all of those, there's probably only 20 or 25 of the luxury short-term, right? So that's the market that he's carving it out, you know, or he's carving out his spot there. All right. Most people are just slapping up, you know, their house and, you know, they got grandma's pillows in there and stuff. His are all like luxury, right? And that's what I wanted when I was going to rent this for the inner circle. So anyway, I'll let you know how this all goes. I'm still not sure if we're going to do it. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards, I want to, um, the, the, the numbers got to make sense. I got to see if, um, if everything makes sense before I jump into this world, but yeah, I'm looking into it again as a, as a way to diversify my income, have another revenue stream, long-term vision, right? Because over 10 or 15 years, that property will start to appreciate, but then I'll also have a cash positive on the one end. Um, so it's pretty attractive and I'm learning from this guy because I made a phone call to him on renting one of his properties and now I might be buying a property, having him do it, but he's going to guide me through this process. So stay tuned for that. That it will, will probably be a, uh, an ongoing, uh, story that I'll I'll keep you updated on, or maybe I'll say, you know what? I'm not going to do it because it just didn't make sense for me. I'll let you know. So stay tuned for that. All right. So guys, let's go ahead. Let's dive into today's question. You'll hear my answer and we can get rocking and rolling. Let's do this. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to summarize this question a little bit because it wasn't really a long question, but he gave me a lot of background. So let me just go ahead and give you the summary. The summary is this. So Kyle writes in and he says, hey, Scott, I've been going through all of your list building stuff. And let's just say, for example, I get 25,000 people on my email list, which I'm able to segment and, and possibly do some decent engagement. Do you believe that leveraging that email list could allow me to touch into products that would normally be hard because of too much competition. I'm trying to justify throwing even more money into growing my list. So using your example, let's say I have that solid list and sold kitchen supplies. At what point do you think we could realistically launch a garlic press and be successful because of the list? Well, that wasn't short, but you get the picture. So here's the answer to that question. It does depend. Right. If you are building this list only to launch products, I would probably steer you away from doing that. I would rather see you go out and do some outreach with influencers or other people in your space that can help promote your products for you by building a relationship with them. They've already built the audience and then you're just going to give your product to them at a discount or maybe run a contest or something like that. But I would encourage you to build this list for having the engagement with your audience, but then also for future sales over and over and over again. And sometimes, you know, slow and steady wins the race. We've heard that probably a hundred, if not a thousand times, and it's so true. So here's what I would recommend. Don't go after the most competitive products right now. Maybe start smaller and then work yourself up there. But I do believe if you have that email list, then you will have a better chance of succeeding down the line. And I'm going to give you an example. Now, there's this one girl that I know, a good friend of mine, who actually has done just that. She's built up her blog over the past three and a half, four years, her email list, her Facebook page, and she was able to launch a product in a very competitive space, get to page one on 
Amazon, but also on a Facebook Live, sell $17,000 worth of product, which is crazy, right? In a very competitive space. But she's still going to be working at this. So yes, if you have something like that, you can go right into a more competitive space. But I would still, and I have encouraged her, to also get some of those other products that you can just dominate, right? Because it will be always harder. And the other thing to look out for is when you go after those more competitive products, you also attract competition that will come in and try to knock you off or even other sellers that are doing black hat type stuff. So I would just be careful with that. So to answer your question, yes, you can, but it's not as easy as just building a list of 25,000 people, sending them a few emails, and then all of a sudden you're going to be able to compete against these uh, competitors because they've already got history inside of Amazon, but they might also have history outside of Amazon. And that's something else that you probably want to look into. All right. So Hopefully this helped you. I would recommend slow and steady, build out your assets, build your email list, build your audience, and really get that engagement up and get people to know, like, and trust your brand. And I really believe it will pay off. All right, so there you have it. I think uh, you can see there are a lot of things, a lot of good things that can happen when we build that relationship with our market. And the other thing I wanted to add in here is, you know, when we are building our email list or our our attention, wherever that is, you have to understand it's a process. And a lot of people that get started doing this, they expect to go ahead and get a result. And I mean a result like get a sale right out of the gate. And I know the question was really like, can I use this list to leverage, you know, and then, you know, launch products in a more competitive space? The answer is yes, but you do have to do the work in order to build up that no like, and trust element, like I said in my response. So I just really want to highlight that. It's a long-term play. Uh, you know, when I did the interview with Cassidy Tuttle about, you know, doing, uh, you know, her, or building her brand and, and her blog and her traffic, it wasn't an overnight thing. But now that she's built that, she can launch very, very competitive products that she normally wouldn't have because she has that relationship built. She has the email list. She has her blog traffic, all of that stuff. She has her Facebook pages, all of that, right? So it does take time. It does take work. But to me, it is the future of building a brand and Amazon wants us to have a legit brand. So why not do it for ourselves as well and, and be able to leverage that that extra, you know, that extra element that a lot of people just starting on Amazon are not going to do. All right. Now you might be saying, well, Scott, I've already launched products, you know, well, that's okay. Go back and just kind of reverse back and start building out the brand. Now that you know that the direction is where you want to go in this market, or maybe you want to sub niche down, then start backwards, you know, or go backwards and, and say, okay, wait a minute here. Let's see where we would start. Where do they need to, you know, go and, and kind of how do I educate them? Like all of that stuff would be done in that email list building or the attention getting, you know, area. And again, I talk a lot about the, that inside of our list building uh, training. And also we're going to have some more new upcoming training inside of TAS Breakthrough U. So that's why I would love for you to go over there and join us. If you have any questions about that, you can always reach out to support at theamazingseller.com and we can help you out there. Or you can just go ahead and jump in, test it out, try it. And if it's not for you, just let us know and we'll give you a full refund. I mean, that's how we work anyway. We want you to be you know, getting value, but we also want you to contribute and, uh, and also participate 
in those live calls that we do every single month. So theamazingseller.com forward slash training will help you on your way no matter where you are in this journey. All right, guys. So if you have any questions for me that you want me to answer on an upcoming Ask Scott session, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask and you can do it there. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.